Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Hashtag Self Care, the podcast. I hope this episode gives you some food for thought when it comes to your own self care. I hope it gives you some breathing space and encourages you to find some much needed time in your own day to look after your own needs. Without further ado, here's the episode. Hi everyone and Happy New Year. I cannot believe it is 2021 and I am recording the first episode of the entire year. It's very surreal. I'm going to keep it nice and short. I know I always say that and it doesn't always happen but I am going to do that today because I am just conscious of the fact that everybody's time is incredibly limited at the moment because we're back to homeschooling and working from home and all of that stuff. So if you're listening from England, Ireland, pretty much anywhere in the world, you're probably affected in some way by what's going on at the, you know, with coronavirus. Um, And I think we're all, I think we've been hit hard by this last kind of wave because we sort of had the high of Christmas and we all knew kind of if we did the right thing in November, then come December, we would be able to see our families and wouldn't that be just the ultimate payoff? And then we had that, um, I know not everybody did, but I got to see my family, which I'm so, so grateful for, particularly because my sisters do a baby in a time for us as a family. Unfortunately, my brother couldn't come home from America, but hopefully in a couple of months time, we'll see him. And I think there was that kind of sense of there's something to look forward to. There's this big like crescendo. It's all leading up to this like real positive time. And then it came and it went and it was like, okay, the numbers are absolutely horrifically high this is out of control again and we're back into level five restrictions or what people are calling a lockdown. So it's like the massive high followed by the massive low. And I've spoken about this before in my podcast and on my blog, my Instagram. I am always striving for happiness in the middle ground. I feel like I'm somebody who, when my life is full of massive highs, it tends to kind of precede a massive low. It's like I... I kind of do one or the other so I'm like really really high or I'm really really low and I'm constantly striving for a sense of kind of peace in the middle ground where I can you know enjoy the good things as they come I can deal with the difficult things when they kind of come along too but that mostly I'm surviving peacefully in a sense of normality and kind of just feeling okay and I heard something the other day actually I was reading a book Uh, The Greatest Secret, I highly recommend it. So if you've read The Secret or anything to do with the Law of Attraction, you'll enjoy this. It's called The Greatest Secret and essentially it's not even necessarily about the Law of Attraction. It is in one part, but the actual sentiment of the book is more about how we are awareness. So that is what we are. So we're not our feelings. And that's something I've been trying to remind myself this week. So I am not sadness. Like when I feel sad, I am not sad. When I feel happy, I'm not happy. Because if I was those things, then when they pass, I would go too. So I'm just the vessel that experiences them. And that's given me a huge amount of reassurance and and made me feel better so many times, actually in the last week in particular, because it's reminded me that feelings are fleeting and that no matter how bad I feel now, there's always a better feeling just around the corner. And even if I don't know where that feeling's coming from, or I don't have the answers as to how I'm going to end the current bout of fear or of sadness, anxiety, depression, whatever it might be, 
I just know, like I have a sense of knowing and certainty that there is definitely a better feeling somewhere close by and it's going to find its way to me. And it just makes me feel so much better because before when I would be experiencing particularly anxiety, which is something that I do struggle with, I found it consumed me to the point where I identified only with anxiety. I am anxiety. That is what I am. That is what I feel. That's what people see when they look at me. That's everything that I am made up to be right now. Whereas now I kind of look at a feeling independently and what the book has taught me to do is to welcome the feeling instead of running away. Because a lot of the time we're running away from feelings we don't want to feel, thinking that we can hide from them. But they, like, they always find us, you know. Um, so actually welcoming the feeling, even if it's an uncomfortable feeling. And quite often what I've learned is what comes after the uncomfortable feeling if you let it sit with you is usually some kind of revelation or epiphany and I've I've kind of experienced that enough times now that even though I don't know what it's going to be I just know there's a reason for it so it's like you know what this is a a really tough day I don't like how I feel this is not how I wanted to feel at all but this is how I feel it is what it is I need to let it run through me and there will be some positive at the end of it and Sometimes the positive is actually that you took for granted when you were feeling okay. And I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced that where like you get some bad news or something really stressful happens in your life and you kind of go, oh my God, I did not appreciate like how calm and peaceful things were in my life last week or yesterday. And sometimes that bit of perspective is exactly what we need going forward to take us through another few weeks where we can kind of find the beautiful little moments and the joy in kind of the everyday um even when everything's not good all of the time, we can find some good some of the time. Um, So what I wanted to dedicate this podcast to really was um, how people are feeling at the moment and and, and how I am coping and and kind of the tools that I've learned through counselling and through just working on myself and kind of really learning and trusting myself and listening to myself and following my intuition and feeling the feelings as they come and my toolkit that's kind of helped me and continues to help me and hopefully it might help you too um so I'm going to start with the most important question and that is what is it that you need right now and it's so basic it's so simple but it has honestly been so pivotal to me to finding happiness and peace in my life And particularly in the last few months, I spoke about my last podcast, um, prescribing myself a happy Christmas, the massive emotional attachment that I had to Christmas in a really negative sense. It kind of really, I don't know, encompassed all of my negative feelings, all of my anxieties, all of my fears, my insecurities bundled up in a bow. Christmas was it. And I feel like I did. What was that? I have no idea what that bang was, but I'm going to leave it here because maybe it was the universe, I don't know, going, yep, you're onto something here, Tracy. Um, But basically, through all the work I did at Christmas, I found that my biggest flaw emotionally is that I jumped the gun. And again, like in a perfect world, we wouldn't do a lot of the things that we do. But noticing something that you do is really powerful because even if you can't stop it, being aware of it, you bit by bit learn how maybe it's not serving you as best as another option would be for example so I noticed that I have a bit of a ritual I'm feeling fine I 
sort of tell myself that I, I shouldn't be feeling fine, that, okay, what's going on? It's like there's something wrong. I'm almost afraid to be 100% happy. And I kind of notice myself noticing that I feel happy. It's like, things are really nice at the moment. I feel good. And then it's immediately followed by another voice in my head saying, you feel good. You're forgetting something. There's something that you should be stressing about at the moment. Don't fall for that, Tracy. What is it? You're forgetting something. And I will find something. And it sounds crazy. And it sounds like torture. And it is torture. But I feel like it's something that I know other people experience too. It's like I'm almost more comfortable when I'm worrying or panicking about something because it's more familiar to me. And through this like self-development that I'm doing and through all this work I'm doing from the inside out, I'm learning that the familiar needs to be that peaceful feeling. It needs to be that calm feeling. And the unfamiliar needs to be when like the boat is rocked. Whereas I think for so long I was functioning on such a negative frequency that that became my expected kind of foundation almost in life. And if I wasn't kind of either creating or relating to some kind of chaos or negativity, then I wasn't me, which is so bizarre because who would want to feel that way? But it's almost like I became attached to feeling stressed and I became attached to feeling negative and I identified with that. So something was wrong if I didn't feel that way. And I almost felt like I was coming back home if I found something to worry about. And it's something I still do. And if my mom is listening to this, she'll be going, yes, you do, Tracy. I am absolutely awful for solving one problem and replacing it with another. It's just something I do. I don't know why I do it, but I do it less and less and less now. And it's because I'm, I'm noticing it. So I did notice over Christmas a couple of times I would be feeling happy and I'd be enjoying like, say, we'd be watching a movie or we'd be having a lazy day or we'd be out for a walk or I'd be in bed at night or whatever. And I'd feel those kind of obtrusive thoughts going, you should be worried. You should be panicking. You shouldn't feel happy. What's going on? Think hard. What is it that you've forgotten about? And I would actually just shout at the feeling in my mind and be like, no, like almost as if it was a person like, no, like leave my house right now. You are not welcome. And it might sound like I'm contradicting myself because a few minutes ago I said it's about welcoming the feelings when they come. That's the real feelings. That's the real reaction to experiences in your, in your day-to-day life. That's like sadness, anxiety, tiredness. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a voice, almost like a little negative black cloud in my head saying, you shouldn't feel happy, find something to worry about. So it's it's not a real emotion for me. It's like a a prompt, a negative prompt. It's almost like something is chastising me and going like, go on, go on, you know you want to. And I have gotten so much better in the last couple of weeks at just saying no and not allowing my mind to spiral to that place because I suppose I've just noticed how little good comes from it. In fact, no good comes from it. It just, it affects everybody in such a negative way. Like I go from being in a really happy mood and everything's fine and I'm kind of, you know, all my ducks are in a line and the house is looking okay and we're having nice food and everything feels calm and all of my little kind of happy checkpoints are there throughout the day and then it just takes one moment one thought one trigger and it could be something I see on tv it could be something I see online it could be something that somebody says to me um like this week it was the the mention the mere mention of the school's not going back next week and now we know they're not the thought of that because it was not what I was expecting 
and I didn't realize I was hanging on so much to kind of the thought of the schools being back and looking forward to that structure but the mention of it it rocked me so much that I actually just lost control for a couple of hours and then I had to really really look inside and say okay what's going on here what do you need and that is what I wanted to talk about in this podcast um is is what what is it that you need and are you asking yourself that regularly enough and and how much is regularly enough because I think it's something that you have to ask yourself every single day and it's not something I was asking myself every single day at all but recently it's become something that has it's become a non-negotiable for me and that's the only way I can put it so it's almost like I have these great plans for the week and for the days where I kind of go right today is the day that I'm going to and I have my list of things to do some of them are like you know around the house some of them are you know maybe phone calls or people I need to, to talk to work things I need to do extra bits I want to do around the house meal planning whatever and then I have the reality of how I feel when I wake up that day and it's not always in line with what I had planned and that's okay so for me the comfort is in making the plan it's in having a goal having so the joy for me is actually in finding that I have a plan you know, in kind of having a bit of a structure, something to look forward to, little checkpoints. But actually, it was almost like a catch-22 because I, I found myself finding joy in making plans and kind of feeling like I had structure, particularly during lockdown, particularly when I couldn't go anywhere. But then if the way I felt that day or if the way the day went wasn't in line with what I'd planned, I almost felt I'd failed the day or I'd failed myself or like I hadn't kind of, I don't know, like shown up in the right way. But this is the thing. I've started to show up for myself in a more loving way where I know I can make a plan and that's great but it's not always going to pan out that way and actually just accepting that and kind of going with the flow a little bit more which is not something I'm very good at has brought me so much joy and so you know like for example I might have a load of you know like clothes organization let's just say to do around the house tomorrow just I'm just saying that because that's actually something I've been doing this week kind of getting rid of clothes that are too small for the kids and putting them in a bag for charity shop for whenever they open again and I could have a really bad night with Willow and I wake up the next day and I've had a really bad night's sleep I'm absolutely knackered the level of exhaustion I feel actually makes the world feel quite dark that is probably not the day where I'm going to feel super motivated and energized and wanting to do a kind of a clear out of clothes to me that's a real extra job it's a real proactive like on top of things have some extra time to do some extra work outside of just the day-to-day runnings of the house and that's probably not a day where I'm going to want to do that or that I can do that it's probably a day and I'm speaking from experience because I had this very day I think on Tuesday we had a really bad night with Willow on I think it was Monday night where she was awake for three hours in the middle of the night like full-on wide awake and we were both knackered the next day and I just found myself like even unpacking the dishwasher I was real resentful of that and even to making my coffee I was just like I couldn't even keep my eyes open and I was even resentful of the fact that I felt that the tiredness was robbing me of looking forward to like that night when I was going to sit down and watch a program with Peter because I was like I'm probably not even going to be able to stay awake and she's probably going to wake up again like really negative and that would not have been a day where I could do those jobs so instead I woke up the next day being like do what you have to do to get through the day and as I said I found myself plenty of times throughout the day feeling really low and really crap but also 
answering myself in those moments being like okay that's how you feel what do you need and sometimes it was just to sit down and to give myself permission not to do a job that I had planned to do or to just let Willow nap a little bit later if I needed that 20 minutes on the couch after my lunch because it probably wasn't going to make that much of a difference anyway to the evening sleep and maybe that's just really what I needed and force myself out the door to go for some fresh air you know I do that every single day but on that particular day I felt so tired that if I really didn't want to do that I was giving myself permission to be okay with that too and actually I did and had a lovely walk and it was great but I had given myself permission to feel what I felt that day and go with it so that is the kind of approach I'm taking to lockdown at the moment um like I feel like it's you know people call a corona coaster I think it's very appropriate a roller coaster is a great kind of analogy because you've got the ups the downs one minute you're flying down and the next minute you're crawling up the hill you're scared sometimes you're exhilarated the next and sometimes you want to go back on it a second time and sometimes you don't want to go near another roller coaster again in your life and I feel the full spectrum of, of emotions the way you do and I found that as I said on you know the announcement triggered me the schools I found that day really really tough and as it turned out so did lots of people I put it on Instagram and I got so many messages and comments just saying they people felt the very same way and I found comfort in knowing that I wasn't the only person feeling that way first of all which was kind of immediately made me feel better and then I just found myself saying okay today's different you don't feel the way you felt yesterday you feel low what do you need and I said to Peter when he came downstairs from work I was like do you mind if I go and have a bath after dinner he was like no so I put on the heating heat up the water had dinner tidied up after dinner I was like listen can you do the hoover can you do this can you do that we kind of have a little tag team situation where he would kind of take the kids in the sitting room and I'd clean up after dinner or I take the kids and he'd clean up I was like can you just do this and can I just go upstairs and get into the bathroom and he was like go 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 went upstairs, lit my candles and like this week I even like something so small, I bought myself a packet of the long lighters, not lighter, what do you call them? Matches to have upstairs because a lot of the time when I'm doing the baths <laughs> I've managed to sneak away from Willow because if she sees me going up the stairs she gets really upset. So I've managed to sneak away while she's happy playing with Billy or you know Peter's distracting her and then I get up there only to realise that I haven't actually lit a candle because I don't have lighters upstairs or anything. I normally light it downstairs and I normally use the um the cooker I just like you know light a tea light and then use the tea light to light my candles so just something as small as buying a packet of matches this week to keep upstairs for when I'm having my baths was just so simple but so powerful and I lit all the candles that night and I got, I just washed away my worries in the bath and when I pulled the stopper out I imagined all of my worries all of my anxieties all of my fears actually flowing down the drain and like honestly it just helped me so much um and that's what I needed that day I needed to just have a bath have a bit of chocolate and a cup of tea and go to bed and that's all I needed. Um, I didn't even want to watch my program that night because I felt like I didn't have the emotional capacity or the attention span to really enjoy it. So I was like, no, I'm going to keep that for when I'm really going to enjoy that. And I'm glad now because we still have one episode left for tonight. If you're not watching The Undoing, it is so good. Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, it's amazing. Um, I really recommend it. And actually, that's just another little self-care thing I've been doing this week. We found a series that we enjoy watching together. I, I've spoke about this before. Myself and Peter have really different taste in TV. I'm awful. Like, I don't like anything that's too sad, that has drugs in it, that's got sickness in it, that's very graphic, very violent. Like, I'm Peter's always like, see, basically, like, Notting Hill. Hence him telling me that he knew I would love the programme with Hugh Grant, and I am. Um, but anyway, I... 
I just kind of feel like having something to look forward to in the evenings has taken on a new meaning for me now this week because I'm home and Peter's home and we're all home and he's working from home and next week it's going to be homeschooling and I'm going to have more work on next week and there needs to be separations between day life and evening time and then there needs to be separations for me between the week and the weekend and I found planning for those things has been really helpful so you know for example today like I just made the the habit of like going down to the shops and buying the really nice coleslaw that I love um, getting a couple of crisps because we like to have a few crisps on a Friday where our Friday lunchtime sandwich because I am on a really healthy eating regime at the moment because I want to lose the weight that I gained over Christmas um, and if you want to know more about how I'm doing that if you listen to the first episode of season two um, it's all about the last lockdown and how I used it to lose some weight that I'd gained and it was just a really positive thing for me but then I had Christmas and I gained it all back willingly and I'm just doing the same thing again but it's very much steeped in self-care, self-love, not deprivation, not restriction, not obsession, very much my gift to me and honestly control the controllables it's given me such a nice thing to focus on. I'm planning some gorgeous meals, gorgeous food and it's just keeping me kind of on a positive wavelength and I know when I'm on this frequency, I'm going to attract more good vibes. So that's that's where I'm at. That's how I feel. And that's kind of what's important to me at the moment. Um, and then like, you know, I haven't been getting any takeaway coffees during the week. I'm like, no, that's going to be my little weekend treat. So that's kind of given me a separation between the weekdays and the weekend. And even like just small things. Like I, I don't really wear jeans during the week. I wear kind of leggings or tracksuit bottoms. And at the weekend, I wear my jeans and my boots. And small things are so important when they all add up that's the point I'm trying to make um but I've come to these realizations by constantly asking myself what I need and the reality is I can't plan for the next month of lockdown and plan a really positive happy month and you know write a list of things that I need to do that are going to take me through the month because I don't know what's going to happen this month there's going to be curveballs thrown my way there's going to be good news bad news there's going to be all of the emotions that come with day-to-day modern living so having a rough plan is a good idea but also that the most important part of the plan is that you're checking in with yourself on the daily to make sure that your plan does make sense for you emotionally and then also gratitude has been huge for me my sister got me the most gorgeous notebook for my birthday it has an elephant on it and there's a picture of it on my grid actually on instagram and I've just started every couple of days writing a list of things I'm grateful for. And then on the other page that is right beside it, a list of things I want to manifest. And honestly, some of the things that have happened already just in September is unbelievable. So there's massive power in gratitude. And sometimes it, you do need to actually sit down with a pen and paper to force yourself to find things that you're happy about. And before you know it, you can't stop writing. And you realize, oh my God, they were here the whole time. And all I was doing was focusing on the things that I can't control, the things that were upsetting me. Um, And actually there was a lot of good in the day and I didn't see it. And that's the thing. You just sometimes need to force yourself to almost like put your glasses on and like really see the good that's there. Um, There's going to be loads of reminders in the next few weeks, you know, of of what's not good. Um, Give yourself permission to tune out to media that's making you feel crap. Honestly, you're not being a bad citizen if you're not watching the news. You're not going to cure coronavirus. So... Once you're following the rules and you're following the restrictions, you know the important information. Like populate your mind with stuff that makes you feel good. Twice this week in the evening time, I did 10 minutes of yoga. Never done yoga my whole life, ever. 
Um, it's a yoga with Maura. It's an Irish teacher and she has some free YouTube classes. And I just sat down like in the most inappropriate clothing. Like, and after 10 minutes, my body was so sore. Right now I'm in bits, which just goes to show you that yoga really works. But I only did it twice this week. And that's something I couldn't have planned for last week. I just kind of did it on a whim and I can already kind of feel why that is going to be important for me for the next few weeks just connecting with my body slowing down focusing on my breath having a stretch like you're so busy you're on autopilot throughout the day that just stretching your body feels amazing but all of this has come with just checking in with myself and that is what I wanted to encourage everybody to do this week um with this podcast episode I really hope it does that for you and I'm gonna leave it there because I do need to go and wash my floors because they're annoying me and I'm going to make myself a nice coffee and look forward to the weekend and I hope everyone is okay. I know it's this time is affecting people in all different ways. Um, something that I do recommend that you do is if you have a spare 20 minutes, get on to Fern Cotton's Instagram page. She done an Insta Live with Gabby, I think it's her name is Gabby Bernstein. Anyway, she has some amazing books like Super Attractor and she's all about the law of attraction and kind of what can happen when you tune into a positive frequency. She done an Instagram live with her yesterday and it's incredibly positive and motivating and it just gave me such a, a positive start to the day today. So if you're listening to this and maybe some of you might be disappointed it's over, um, I'd love to think that some people are and you're kind of feeling like you're, you know, you've 20 minutes left on your walk, get over onto Fern Cotton's page and listen to that because it, I really got some very positive um, nuggets of information. And if you are on Audible, or you're looking to buy a book, I recommend The the Greatest Secret. I really enjoyed reading that this week. Um, So I'm going to say thank you for listening. Let's just check in with ourselves this week and not make too many plans, too many goals. Let's just take it day by day and, you know, we will get through this. And I hope that through this podcast, I can give you something to look forward to weekly. Speak to you soon, guys. Bye. And that is all we have for this week. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and took something positive from it. And I really, really look forward to catching up with you next week when we have another episode coming your way and another opportunity to help prioritize your own self-care. Speak to you then, guys. Bye.